Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue diving deep for the marine news as they do every Sunday from eleven thirty till noon. And of course, three CR is proudly broadcasting from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay respects to elders past, present, and emerging. And also acknowledge our queer original inhabitants, including sister girls and brother boys, for their unique and special contributions to diversity on and around the lands. I'm Sally Goldner. Great to be with you for the next hour. Lots of ways to get in touch with the show. The modern means of technology, or relatively modern, depending on probably suppose I should get an Instagram account and pretend to be all 2013, but um, um, you can do it by email out of the pan855 at gmail.com. You can text 61456 751 215. You can tweet at Sal Gold Said So, and that's the bottom line. And you can look for me on Facebook under my page, Sally Goldner, or Out of the Pan, 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. Um, love to hear from you. And, well, haven't used the word in a while, but it's good to have in the studio today, two gooists. Haven't had gooists in, well, not for a few weeks, um, and haven't used that word for a long time. Hi to Natalie, if you're out there listening, a former co-presenter of the show, which is where that started. Um, And my gooists are the fabulous Erin and Lee. Erin and Lee, welcome to 3CR if this is your first time, and if it isn't, welcome back. Hi, thank you. Good to have you with me. Thanks for coming in on a Sunday. Thank Um, you for having us. Oh, look, a pleasure, because... We're here to talk love and luck. Yes. <laughs> the podcast thereof. The podcast thereof. <laughs> um, what is um, the love and luck podcast to start with, I suppose? <laughs> yeah. That might be a good place to start. So Love and Luck is a upcoming audio drama podcast. Uh, in our, it's a... I've already screwed up, sorry. Uh, it's a slice of life queer romance story set here in Melbourne, mostly in St Kilda, because that's where we live. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, in our research in the last few months, it looks like it's actually Australia's first LGBTIQA plus audio drama podcast. Um, We found a couple of other audio drama podcasts, but not queer ones. Um, And of course, Australia has a huge range of podcasts in general. So many. But it looks like ours is the first audio drama, queer audio drama. Um, So it's set to launch uh, next month. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the story is it's a very slow story it's about two men falling in love and their relationship um, and also 
magic powers they discover. <laughs> um, Ooh, ha, 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 ha. Just to keep things interesting. Queer magic powers. Yes. Ooh, that's <laughs> what we like on this show. The uh, the working title for this project was uh, Witch Boyfriends. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's a it's a very happy, fluffy story. It's it's the good guys win, no one dies. Like it's made for people who like healthy relationships and happy endings. It's you know this isn't a doom and gloom story, um, which is one of the reasons we made good. it. Good. <laughs> yes, we need some happy queer stuff. Well, pretty much all the time, but of course, not mentioning the um, the shell out to the timber industry that's going on at the moment. Mm. That's yeah. called a so called postal vote. Um, we definitely need it. So this is. This is good. Um, taking a step back, how what was there as an was there an idea? Too much coffee that led to it, or something like that. Um, so there were, there were two or three actually reasons um, that the project started. The first was a very boring one, which is that I was going through a very difficult time and mm. I needed something to focus my attention on. Fair enough. Um, so I've decided to have a project. The second thing was that I've been interested in podcasting for a while, and I. I'm a sort of learn by doing sort of person. Uh So I was like, let's just make a podcast then. Um, We'll learn how it works. And the third one was actually a a minor reason at the time, but it's become the main reason, which is that all the queer people we know and us as well have just been very thirsty for positive queer media, Mm. you know, just stuff that isn't, sad stuff that doesn't have violence stuff that's you know just about the good stuff yeah you know and and that was a minor thing at the time but it's it's actually become the main focus of Mm. the project and is that just from your because of your perhaps your own experiences or not that we stick to binaries too rigid on the show (laughs) or um is it because of the external circumstances we've seen in around well particularly the last 18 months bits of both or neither because we can be of course go beyond binaries Mm -hmm. all of the above all of the above yeah yeah. um yeah yeah we like especially at the moment like a year ago a lot of this stuff hadn't quite hit the Mm. fever pitch that it's gotten at this point yeah and we're sort of now getting to the point where it's just like there is so much happening in the world. Can't we just have something nice for a change? Yeah. And that's part of what this podcast is really there to do. Yeah. Oh, look, totally put. You know, it's it can be a hard thing when we've faced a lot of negativity in our own lives and that of our friends to find some positives and remember we are equal, we are great, we are creative, yeah. that mm. sort of thing. And that's, so uh, you know... Well my, done for that for starters, yeah. My main goal is that is that... With this, with this podcast, this is about it's about queer people. Queer is the default in this podcast. It's all about queer people. Yay. There's, I think, I think that there's like one token straight character, and they're only mentioned <laughs> once. Um, and look, it's, some of my best friends are straight. Yeah, look, I've got yeah. nothing mm. against straight people, but you know, <laughs> they just got to stop like, flaunting their just, lifestyle. Sorry. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I forgot what I was saying now. Sorry. Um, no, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, there is only one straight person um, yeah, in the, like in the it, podcast. It's, it's, it's about our culture, our place in society, and it's about queer love, not just not just romantic love, like it is a love story that is the main relationship, but it's also about our love of community and our love of each other. Um, and, you know, we made that because queer love isn't cherished the way it should be mm. in the world. And so this is us trying to cherish it. A little bit harder. Mm. Yeah, 
Oh, uh, that, that's all like that. It's not cherished enough. And well, let's <laughs> cherish it a bit harder. I really like that. One of our regular correspondents, Melina's, just come in and said um, that positive vibes are good for the soul. Um, yeah. Totally agree mm. with that. Um, so, yeah. Um, without, this is always the challenging part of the interview, <laughs> without giving too much of the plot and the outcomes away, um, what are some things that happen in your podcast and it's it's a lot of short um well first of all let's the nature of it's quite how you've decided to do it um <clears throat> i could say you save budget on costumes <laughs> <laughs> yes. excuse me <laughs> um yeah and i mean the we're telling the story via voicemails uh-huh. so it's not a traditional radio play it's not people acting as if they're speaking to each other into microphones um it's it's more like you've found a bunch of people's phones and you're just listening to their voicemails. <laughs> but not in a creepy way. No. Um, <laughs> not in a Rupert Murdoch, let's um, stir exactly. up investigations not, way, no. Exactly. Um, and that gave us a lot of freedom uh, because it means lots of stuff can happen that we don't have to worry about recording and we can just have characters talk about it. Mm. Um, it's They're all very short episodes. Most of the episodes are less than 10 minutes, um, but they're weekly. So that's the, you know the hope for that we just get a few minutes of nice positive stuff once a week um but yeah so yeah yeah so now the question is then how many episodes are there so far 48 episodes we have we finished recording the first season um we've basically done it television development style we we wrote it we've produced it we're still at the tail end of that at the moment um and then by the time it launches we'll actually be starting to look at season two so (laughs) um so yeah the first season has 48 episodes um it launches on the 19th of september runs through till i think july 21st next uh, sorry Mm. 31st next Mm. year um so it'll be a nice month's break until the next season comes over afterwards mm. okay um, sorry, you asked about plot. I'm sorry, I completely yes. skipped that. Um, we, we, dare I say, we nearly <laughs> lost the plot, but anyway. Yes. <laughs> um, look, it's a it's a very um, slow, uh, slow burn plot. It is mostly just about, like, dare I say it, it's a little bit soap opera. Um, it's, it's mostly, the first half of the story is just about two characters and their relationship with each other and what they do with that, you know, figuring out how they feel about each other, figuring out should they move in together, figuring out what they want to do with their relationship, that kind of thing. Um, and in many cases, what to do with this magic ability that they've suddenly gotten to get, hence the luck part of our... Yes. Um, mm. Yes, so the magic the magic is a, a part of it, um, but a very small part in the first part of the season um, because it, we wanted to develop it slowly. Okay. Um, but the the short version without giving too much away is that they discover they can affect luck. Um, so it's kind of like a probability <clears throat> superpower type deal. Um, but they're not very good at it yet. They've sort of only just figured it out. <laughs> um, so it's all very minor stuff that they can do with it. Um, and the reason that there is this supernatural element to it is because the original pitch when I was when I was writing this was that I was I was feeling kind of bad about the world and I was like you know what I'm going to write a power fantasy where queers can curse homophobes um, and that was the the initial idea um, and without giving too much away that does actually happen oh <laughs> okay that makes makes mental diary notes subscribe <laughs> now yes yeah um because because it is it's a power fantasy it's 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 you know 
like it's it's about love and all that good stuff and the power that that can give us but it's also about you know what if we could actually affect the people who hate us and it's non-violent i will say that because cool. that's a large part of mm-hmm. the whole thing um but it's it's about what can we do to make the world better for us what can we do to you know support our community um and what would we do if we had magic powers to do that mm-hmm. so yeah mm. no, that that sounds excellent and i've although you this has obviously been in the the works a long time it's been interesting to note in the last where are we coming up for is it two weeks now since shenanigans broke how much the community is saying all right in one sense it shits us we've got to go through what we go through but yeah. we're not going to sink to other people's levels and yeah. you know what you're mm. doing is very much a part of that that gets us out of you know feeling pooped on which is damn hard but says okay we're going to do it. We're going to, you know, just visualise the world where we are equal and, you know, yeah. and are able to exercise all our powers, which is just enormous. Yeah. And actually, and, and equal, but not the same. Like, there's, everything in this story is about queer culture. It's, you know, it's not, let's be just like the straight people, you know. Mm. <laughs> it's like... Yes. <laughs> Don't get me started on assimilationism. We're mm. just like exactly. you, except we're except, sexual. Yeah. yeah, except we're not. <laughs> actually and i don't really want to be <laughs> no um, and th- yeah that's exactly it i mean this is this is for us it's just, yeah. everyone on the production team is queer um it's a important part of it mm. yeah Lee, you've um you obviously are a major part of it as well mm. sort of how did you get well, involved or roped in or, I mean, a consensual... <laughs> roped right? in is quite accurate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I was roped in, but also, like, this was... Like, I've been complaining at Aaron for the last while that I wanted to do sort of more work with my voice and stuff like that because when we first started this, I was a call centre monkey ah. at, at, a, at the bank where I work at. And so I spend a lot of time with my voice and the sitting there going, I'm just spending all this time talking to people and what am I doing with it? And so... And everyone was giving you compliments too. Yeah, um, so you was saying, you know, you, you should really go on radio. I was like, well, thank you. Uh, guess guess where I am now? Well, they, <laughs> you're on radio three CR eight five five and digital three CR dot org dot au and Indeed. on demand. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. And so this was a really good opportunity for me to actually um, sit down and sort of work on being a bit of an actor for once. Also, it gave me an opportunity to actually work with Erin on something that we actually wanted to work on together, which was really great. We we often do projects together, but usually very small ones. This has been a much bigger project to work on. This has been a very big project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forty-eight episodes of yeah, forty minutes. Yeah, yeah, um, and we 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 recorded it all in a proper studio and everything. So <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask. Gonna, what's going to ask you about that? Um, in that, um, you know, um, um, the um, um, you know the. I had to listen to the preview sort of episode, yes. the, the prologue, if you like, um, this this morning, and um, you know, sort of, there is that sort of voicemail sound. How, how did you act? I know I'm the last thing I ever claimed to be is a technical expert. <laughs> how did you manage to do that? Um, um, really, really, it's actually a lot easier than it, like it, it. I was quite pleased with listening to the end results because it sounds quite good. Um, we recorded everything. Uh, we had an amazing recording engineer, Comey Braden, mm. um, who uh, did our 
audio engineering at the studio at the Kathleen Syme Library in Carlton. Oh yeah, um, mm. yeah. And then I went home, took the data, took the the audio, bought some sound effects, um, and just spliced it all together. Okay. So, yeah, it, there's a lot of editing. <laughs> so much yeah. editing. So much editing. <laughs> Which is why I like live radio. Yes. <laughs> and it takes half an hour to do the podcast afterwards. And if the government would get rid of these silly laws about REM rebroadcasting music, it would take five minutes anyway. <laughs> I have I have complained to Leah a couple of times in the last few weeks. I was just like, why didn't we do a panel podcast? Why didn't we do something where we could just sit and talk mm. and, and just post it? But no, I wanted to make fiction. <laughs> <laughs> you had to go for fiction. I had to do that and you had to shoot for the stars <laughs> yeah fair enough so wow um a lot of effort a lot of quality into it um and a lot of love which is i suppose um, which and yes. you know, you put yes. love in and you get love out sort <laughs> of thing which is um pretty cool um so um yeah sounds enormous so um yeah. When do we um, find out more about it? When will be, apart from the prologue, when do we do things well, get the, released? Well, the trailer is already available. Um, you can find it on wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, it's on iTunes, Stitcher, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, we also uh, we have a YouTube channel, um, which I'm going to talk about for a moment because this is very important to me. Um, the reason I decided to also post this to YouTube is because I and a lot of people I know prefer listening to podcasts with a transcription or something like that. And so for me it was really important in making this to have a captioned version available. Oh. So all of our episodes will be going onto our YouTube channel as well with captions, real captions, not the YouTube generated ones. Um, and so that's, that's important. Yeah. We put a lot of effort into going through and not, you know, grabbing the script, re- listening through the episodes again and making sure we got it exactly right for everyone. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, um, that's a huge, that is, you know, it's a huge commitment. It is, but it's also really important to me. You know, I'm very, I'm very involved with the disabled community in Melbourne course, yeah. and, it's really important to me that we make things as accessible as accessible as we can with our resources and captions mostly just take time you know they they they're not particularly complicated they just take a long time yeah um and so that's been very important um, so back to the original question. I'm sorry, I keep going off on a tangent. That's all right. Yeah. Um, so yes, our, our, our trailer is already available, iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, wherever. You can also listen to it directly from our website, which is loveandluckpodcast.com. Um, and there are also links from there to iTunes, Stitcher, etc., um, and to YouTube as well. Um, so we launch on the 19th of September. So we'll actually be launching with the first three episodes, um, so that you can get a good feel from us from the start mm-hmm. rather than just getting a oh, 10 minute episode. Oh, is that all? <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's a, what, a bit of, about a month away. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, where are we? The, the 20th. So yeah, almost, so, yeah, exactly, a month almost away. exactly a month away. Okay. Um, we'll probably be doing some stuff online, uh, for like on social media, like we'll probably do like a Q and a live stream or something like that on the Facebook or somewhere like that. Um, which is another place you can find out more about us. Um, we're Love and Luck Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and Tumblr, and we're Love Luck Podcast on Twitter because Love and Luck Podcast was too many characters. Of course. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and, I mean, if you go to our website, um, which, again, loveandluckpodcast.com, um, that has all kinds of stuff about the podcast and links to everywhere you can find it um, and all the social media and all that kind of stuff. 
Fair enough. Oh, look, this is just awesome. Um, well, I just don't really know what to say. So you've got a, and the other thing is you've got a range of diverse, we'll say parts of the rainbow, if you like, in terms yes. of your characters. Mm. Yes, that um, was something I wanted so to So most about. look, most of the podcast is just main, mainly two characters, which are voiced by myself and Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason for that was that we, when we, when I was writing it, I was like, want to do something small, you know, don't want to do too much. So I know I'll just make it two main characters and we can just voice it and that's fine. Um, hmm. Which, so that's still mostly true. It is hmm. still mostly just us. We do have, I think, six supporting actors, hmm. um, most of whom you don't actually get to hear until the second half of the season. Um, but we were very careful to cast correctly because that's something that annoys me about uh, mainstream media. Um, we have two trans women characters that are played by trans women. We have um, like all every single person involved in this production is queer. Every single person, <laughs> right down to our marketing consult. Oh. <laughs> um, like 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 really everyone involved is queer, and that's how we like it. Mm. Um, and yeah, look, even in characters that may not speak but who are referenced, it's again, it's important to me that it's about the real community, which is incredibly diverse. Mm. Um, like we we have several gender neutral characters that are, are mentioned, they them pronouns. Um, we have disabled characters. There's actually a whole episode about that. Um, the main one of the main characters has an anxiety disorder, um, mm. which is a very common thing. Yes. Not, um, and it, it's it's in a lot of episodes. Um, God, what else? The one thing, and I, I do have to admit this, one thing we did fail a bit is we are a very white cast. And that wasn't intentional. Um, just everyone who auditioned was white. Um, so we'll be fixing that next season if we, if we add yeah, more characters. Start. start somewhere, but, you know, look, if you realise something, the thing is to realise something exactly. and then go, oh, okay, we'll yeah. do better. And it's, and it's certainly something we can definitely improve on. So yeah. Yeah. we're going to work on that. All right, so will you be calling – well, no, it's mainly the two of you, but um, you know, will you be calling for more auditions if you like? Next season, yes. Um, so that – I mean, so season two script will be written sort of October, November, December, so sort of January next year if there's more characters. That's All when right, we'll be then, casting mm, again. Yeah, well, um, please, of course, stay in touch with it, um, with us. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, mm. I'm not sure if I'll be – off in the sunshine. Remember that thing called sunshine that we used to have, you know, in the middle of Melbourne's No, no, I'm like, we're in Melbourne, I don't remember. It seems like a distant memory. (laughs) That's right, sort of like when we went through the wardrobe door or something. But anyway, (laughs) no, look, um, well, I'll pop something even on Out of the Pants Facebook page, even if we're off air in January, because and put that out there and Mm. get it around networks and things, because we certainly um, do need, you know, diversity within diversity, as we love to call it. Um, and you've done it. I think you've done an amazing job so far. And I've got to say, it is really good to see, I, I'll say, ability slash disability of all sorts. As much as I almost don't like using the word disability myself, sometimes varied ability, that sort of thing. Disability is actually the the preferred yeah. word. Oh, okay. Um, so feel free to say disability. That's right. actually what most disabled people use. Yeah. Um, and that's certainly what the disability rights sort of oh, okay. area uses. Cool. Right. So disability Naturally is deferred. a good word. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, that you know, it's good to see it getting attention within the queer communities. And yeah. I suppose the next the next thing, um, well, and it comes under disability, but I sometimes don't see it that way, is people on the autism spectrum. Yeah. Um, another thing that 
I th- don't think we actually have any uh, autistic characters as such. No, um, not this not this season. I invite everyone who listens to Headcanon or as many autistic characters as they like, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, look, if there's other things people think you may have missed as you go along. Yeah, well, please, like, get yeah. In touch. Like, I mean, we have, especially for season one, we had a very limited number of characters because we were trying to keep it small. Fair enough. Um, but certainly as we expand, we'll expanding our diversity with it because that's important and at the very least because like us being in the in the studios for the whole time it's exhausting work just the two of us being there we'd like to be able to break it up a little bit and have a few people in to give us a break every now and then the recording sessions where we had uh, actors supporting actors in were the best ones (laughs) it's a lot of fun yeah All right, well, look, I'm going to let um, – we can leave that this part of it here if you like, and I'm happy if you want to stay on for the rest of the show and just yep. chat about anything mm. queer or – Oh, can I do another plug before do we do? Do another plug, yes. Um, so as well as when we launch on the 19th, we're actually having a special preview session yep. um, as part of the Melbourne Fringe Festival uh-huh. uh, the night before on the 18th of September at 9pm at Hares and Hyenas. Um, we'll actually be playing the first five episodes of the series, um, which is two more than will be available online, uh, with full captions. We have a video with captions that we'll be playing, um, and th- you, you that, <laughs> and uh, tickets to that are eighteen dollars, full fourteen dollar concession, fourteen dollars for a group of four plus people. Um, you can buy tickets via melbournefringe.com.au or call them on. Oh three nine six six oh nine six six six. That's a lot of nines and sixes. <laughs> um, a million lines. I won't say any of them. And, <laughs> um, and if look, if you're not able to afford it, get in touch with us via social media or something like that. We do have a ticket donation option, uh-huh. um, so people can buy a ticket to pay it forward if they want. Um, and plus, you know, I know a guy. I am the guy. Um, <laughs> you're you're the you're the pan. So I'm, I am. <laughs> um, so yeah. So like, if you can't afford it and you'd still like to come, just get in touch with us because we can probably figure something out. Cool, cool. And of course, at Hairs and Hyenas, where I think only a launch of something like this could be. Yeah, mm. I mean, look, Hairs is. Uh, I love Hairs and Hyenas mm. so much. <laughs> mm. I love them so much. Um, and well, aside from. All the obvious great queer things, they're also wheelchair accessible, which yes. not many places in Melbourne are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, God, every good deity, may they bless Crusader Roland and team for um, ever and beyond. Yes. Um, who do awesome stuff, get down there, um, buy books, buy stickers, drink coffee, drink other things, um, drive safely afterwards and all that sort Just of stuff. Just throw your money at them, really. Throw your money at them <laughs> um, because they're awesome. And we do we do actually give them a shout out in the podcast as Yay. well. Uh, we actually give a lot of uh, places shout outs. Um, one of the things was I wanted to populate the world with real life Melbourne queer people and things. Um, so a lot of like Melbourne venues get shout outs and um, uh, like we have a couple of like authors and comedians and stuff like that that we just kind of slot in um, ah, to the story um, and in the credits say, you know, so-and-so is a real Melbourne person. You can find their stuff here. Um, all with permission. Um, cool. I know we, we didn't technically have to ask for it, but I feel it's more ethical to ask before putting right. someone in your thing. So, yes. <laughs> ethical, queer, fun, love. How good does it get? Um, the Love and Luck podcast available across um, for information about about it and its launch on all forms of modern social media and technology. Erin and Lee, um, for this part of the show, thank you. We'll see if we've got more to talk about just on anything else. 
Um, but for now on 3CR, let's do a couple of bits, of, at least a bit of music um, to um, give us a breather. And in line with the, um, as I say, the allegedly organised show and allegedly organised tracks, if the CD player is going to wake itself up, which it has, here's, believe it or not, some boot scootin' country love from um, Adam Harvey, When Lonely Met Love. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand out of the pan um, with Sally and guests Lee and Erin. 3CR, 855am, digital3cr.org.au and on demand out of the pan with Sally and guests who are hanging out for the remainder of the show. Hello, um, friends. Hello. You're bad. <laughs> you never went anywhere, though. Um, and although I know that we, we're going to stick with the positive side and we actually, believe it or not, have had a positive thing that Melina has emailed in, read this... <gasps> tree-wasting exercise called the Postal Vote, um, in that the Victorian government's announced it will provide $1 million to support LGBTI community. This is courtesy of Star Observer. Um, just up today, actually, um, so there must have been a media release, um, had had wind of this coming, um, through the federal government's postal survey. I'm glad that some Star Observer has called it a survey yeah. on marriage mm. equality. $500,000 to help mental health services and that's on top of the $500,000 already put aside when um, there had been the potential, we'll call it the technically actual plebiscite. Martin Foley said, quote, none of us want to see a divisive non-binding opinion poll, but because it's happening, we will do all we can to support the LGBTI community. So, you know, that is very welcome news. It will ensure no matter where you live, help and support is accessible. Um, and... Um, so the initial 500000 will help orgs like Switchboard, Drummond Street and Headspace, mental health services, and then it's going to flow down, um, according to some info I have, right down to the grassroots groups, in including, yay for this, trans and bi. 34. Hooray! Thank God. Yes. 30... Not being forgotten. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, because I think we're, you know, sadly, I feel I can never remember the... Um, German guy's name, he said, first they came for, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you could just about buy trans and gender diverse, mm. blah, 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 and then um, then someone was gay and lesbian and there was no one left to speak for them, so, yeah, mm. we're going to have to stick together. Yep. And that's what we want to talk about. We've got a show that's all about love, and I just want to mention the three tracks we've played about love thus far. John Farnham, Love to Shine, Adam Harvey, the man with the really deep voice, the when lonely <laughs> met love, and, of course, the one, the only Paul Kelly and... Um, um, I'll be your lover now. Um, of course, Paul Kelly's new album is out this week, and it's a cracker. It's sensational. I'll play some tracks off it in future weeks. But we wanted to talk about you know just keeping it positive. You know, th- you know through tough times for queer and allied people. Um, and Lee and Erin, you had ideas in general as well as listening to the Love and Luck podcast. As well, yes, listen to listen to us. We're we're very happy and fluffy. Yeah, anyway, yes. um, even if you don't. Um, I mean, look, I think above all else, just having some compassion for people who are going through the same stuff as you, mm. you know, just because it can be very easy when times are hard to sort of sequester yourself and sort of just hide a bit away and like not interact with people um, or potentially even lash out at people. And I think like this kind of stuff, it's really important that we just we don't do that because you know we're we're stronger together like yeah. the thing is being thing is when you're alone and i have had a lot of experience being alone in the time that i've been around is that 
it, it starts infecting inside your head. Even when you're with people, it becomes harder and harder to sort of reach out to the people who are with you mm. around the area. And one thing that really helped me out was sort of Aaron sort of pushing in and saying, Lee, are you okay? Are you okay? And having someone there to actually sort of sit down and say, look, look, I understand you're going through stuff and you're trying to sort of keep away from it, but I'm here and I can help you. And that's the other thing is like, not with like not withdrawing is one thing and then the other side of that is we have to actually be there for people who reach out you know yeah like whether it's like in a really desperate way or just a hey you know who wants to get coffee way like the effort has to be made to meet people i think yeah look totally and just hang in there find the people you want to be with stay safe we yeah and and i think However inclusive you are, try to be more inclusive even yep. even so. Mm. You know, like, we we know, like, plenty of studies have shown, like, the further down the alphabet soup you go, mm. the worse your mental health gets, yep. you know. And so whatever, you know, whatever your thing is, is there someone you're leaving out? You know, if you're a, if you're a, a gay male social club, are you leaving out trans men? Are you leaving out disabled men? You know, that kind of thing. You know, if you're a trans group, are you leaving out non-binary people? Yeah. Like, you know, are you leaving out disabled people again? Like, yep. please include disabled people. Do, yeah, just do it. <laughs> do you have any idea how hard it is, like, to find any kind of inclusion when you're disabled? <laughs> um, mm, um, oh, look, I, how... You know, and I know that was a rhetorical question. Sorry, but let, yes. let, let's talk. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's right. one that we need to talk about, and how, and and sticking with our theme of positivity while acknowledging negative realities a little. How do we overcome it? So, you know, what sort of things happen? I mean, I'm someone who has, you know, pr- I would say close to reasonable physical um, expectations of ability, apart from having one left eye short, you know, weaker than my left eye's weaker than the right, and that sort of thing. But um, which affects my ability to use the computers and that sort of thing. But anyway, you know, um, so, yeah, you mentioned clubs, for example, and you yeah. mentioned how great Hairs and Hyenas is because yes. it's... Um, it's wheelchair accessible. Wheelchair accessible. Um, look, accessibility... Oh, you've, you've got me onto one of my favourite topics now. Go for um, it. Rev it up. Look, um, the very best thing you can do as an ally for disabled people is give your money to venues that are accessible. Yeah. You know, like so many, especially in Melbourne, we're really bad for it. Like not many places are accessible or at best. And this is my favorite paradox that I hate. Um, there are lots of venues that are like, oh yeah, yeah, we're wheelchair accessible. And you're like, oh great. Do you have a disabled toilet? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> no, we worst, don't. All the worst ones where they have like uh, toilets Upstairs. Upstairs. Oh gosh. Or um or you know the that old classic the the disability toilet used as storage, um, oh, where no. you have to get a key for it from the staff. It's like oh, so like the best thing you can do like and this is just talking about uh, physical disability like and mobility especially is use venues that are accessible. Yeah. Um. On that note, since I'm on it, because this is something that's forgotten a lot. There's more to it than that. Like, obviously, you have things like Auslan um, interpreters to consider if you're running some kind of speaking event, something like that. Um, captions also good because not all deaf people know Auslan. Mm. Um, but a big one that is overlooked a lot, especially in the queer world, I think, is strobe lights. Don't use strobe lights. <laughs> oh, one of my dear you know. friends, and I will name them Melon, who is on the autism spectrum, and I'm a bit the same on, on an HSP, so I come under the yep. neurodiversity. Same. Strobe lights, yep. oh gosh, that sort of thing. 
and, and even as I look at the fluorescence in this studio. But anyway, oh, you know, mm. and 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 I mean, you can actually kill someone with strobe lights. Like oh. people can have seizures that are triggered by strobe yeah. lights. You know, like strobe like. I'm not going to say that no one should ever use strobe lights because obviously there are times when they're fun or whatever, but they need to be really clearly labelled, you know. Like think about every like museum you've ever gone to where there's a big sign that's like, this exhibit has flashing lights or something like that. Like yep. you've got to follow that because that's the thing about accessibility is you can't do everything, you know. If, if Like if you can, you're, pro- you're very rich <laughs> um, mm. and that's great. But just do the best that you can and if you can't offer an access – um just make that clear you know um a pet hate of mine is trying to look up venues websites and looking for any information about accessibility and there's none you know and it's like well congratulations not even your website's accessible (laughs) you know um Mm. like if you don't have wheelchair access say that you know if you have strobe lights say that if you don't have disabled toilets say that if you don't have auslan interpreters for your event say that like just be really really clear about what isn't isn't accessible because you know queer disabled people are locked out of so many things Mm. you know and like um just the access is one of the biggest things it doesn't solve everything because you know people can still be kind of jerks um but the access is a huge, huge part of it. Mm. And yeah, you can't, maybe you can't get everything. That's fine. Just do what you can and like be open and clear about it. Yeah. A question, therefore, that comes to mind I mean, do local councils have grants for community facilities to upgrade? That's their- a really good question. Mm. I don't know. I, th- I imagine it depends on the council. Yeah. Um, it would certainly be worth contacting your mm. local yep. council yeah. and asking. Yeah, because. Um, you know, um, obviously there's obligations, and I, I'm not an expert in, the, we'll say, the mm. law and regulations of this area, but I imagine that sometimes people will go on about, you know, business owners or whoever will go on about cost, but yeah. there's got to be a way it can get done so that it's a win-win solution. If we haven't found oh, one, we've got to work on the, it. The thing that bugs me about, oh, it costs money, and it's it's neighbour, the, oh, but we don't have any disabled clients. Oh. It's like, well, I wonder why. Mm, yes. I wonder why. <laughs> you know, and they, they use that as an excuse. And I think that that's the thing is, and there was a really good tweet I saw recently, and I cannot remember who tweeted it, I'm so sorry, um, which was instead of asking yourself what is the cost of making this thing accessible ask yourself what is the cost of not making this accessible Mm. who are you shutting out you know yeah like that's a much greater cost you know so that's where i stand on that um but yeah local council is probably a good place to look yeah failing that fun like crowdfund it you know, like there, there have been a lot of um, venues out there. I think Hairs even did a crowd yeah. crowdfund yes. previously to um, improve their facilities. I mean, if you have a big enough clientele and you want to include more people, then yeah, absolutely. Yeah, ask people to help out. Yep, that's a fair call too. Start up a possible campaign. Mm. It's possible. Yeah, <laughs> that was an that was an old cartoon from years ago. Where did that come <laughs> from? Out of my head. Anyway. So yeah, look, there's lot, there's lots you can do, and look, I've been thinking we had it. There was a bit of a critical segment on this show about six weeks ago, and someone who was hearing um, impaired said, "Look, is there a transcript of it?" And in the end, thank you to my dear IT person who did it manually. And I'm just, it's got me thinking, you know, you know, connectedness. I, that I'm not a technical expert, but surely there's a way 
um, that as this show went live, someone who was hearing impaired could get some sort of, I don't know, software or something that would be able to listen to it you know, Ooh, immediately kind or, of. or a seven-second delay or something. The good ones are actual, actual paid captioners. Um, and the trouble there is it's expensive. Yeah. And I mean, this isn't even a problem. Uh, the performing, the disabled queer performing troupe I'm a part of, Quippings, mm-hmm. look us up on Facebook. <laughs> um, Indeed. We've, we've had a lot of trouble with trying to make our shows more accessible in terms of captioning and stuff like we always have Auslan interpreters. Yeah. We're always wheelchair accessible. Um, and we never use flashing lights as far as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the funding is the problem. You know, I mean, we the most recent mm. one at the Malt House, we finally had um, audio descriptive. Uh, I don't know what it's called. We we had audio description um, for the first time. There was like little devices that people could bring in, and they could actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Into the mic. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you, know, right. they, you know, they basically the blind put the headphones on and they'll describe what's happening on the, on the stage. On the stage, okay. what's happening. Um, you know, and I mean, that's the first time we've had that because it's expensive. Um, and we there's one company in Adelaide that does um, uh, theatre captioning, um, but it's really expensive. And that's where – and this is what I, what I mean when I say you won't be able to do everything because yeah. just cost-wise, especially small community groups and stuff, you just, mm. you're not going to have the resources. Um, like, yeah, unfortunately, the easiest way for stuff like live, not so much. Transcripts are generally better, um, which, yeah, usually it's just – some people uh, like run it through a dic- dictation software and – see if that picks it up, but you'll still need to edit it usually. Mm. Um, Although it can save a lot of time using that kind of dictation software. It can save a lot of time. Mm. Um, yeah, sadly, at the, if, if you don't have tons of money, the answer is unfortunately usually just to type it up, Okay, um, which is unfortunate. Mm. No, <laughs> People got- with money, come prove us wrong. <laughs> Invest in, like, captioning. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, what is it? There's the open software equivalents of you know, the Microsoft Office suite, there's right. got to be a way to do this. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, even like all, like all your TV shows and stuff that are live captioned, they have a person typing that. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. They usually <laughs> use like those sort of um, court recorder keyboards to be able to type things really, really quickly. Yeah. Gosh. And so it translates it up. So, because unfortunately computers are just not at a stage yet where... Like, especially with Australian accents. <laughs> um, they, they, don't, they can't understand a bloody word it, we say. It turns out our brains are very, very good at understanding speech most of the time. Most of the time. Computers, however, are terrible at it. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Oh, that it reminds me um, of that speech of the two Scotsmen in the lift and they want to go to the 11th floor. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I can't understand you. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly that. Mm. <laughs> All right, look, um, we could go on for a long time, but we can't because it's about um, seven minutes of the program left and freedom of species want to get in at one o'clock. Yep. <laughs> um, but so I'd better just do a quick message um, and then wrap us up and take us out with another track on Love um, from Jenny Morris. And so all Australasian-ish love tracks today is in honour of love and luck. Um, so just a quick message and then we'll come back and wrap wrap things up on 3CR 855M digital 3cr.org.au on Out of the Pan. 
Bisexual Alliance is a non-profit organisation dedicated to raising awareness and supporting people who are bisexual, people who are multi-gender attracted, their partners and their families. Bisexual Alliance runs several monthly discussion groups in and outside of Melbourne to offer support, a safe space to chat about your experiences and to explore others' experience of multi-gender attraction. These groups are for bisexuals, those who are questioning and their loved ones. For more information, visit bi-alliance.org or email info at bi-alliance.org. I often feel the only thing standing between us falling off that precipice and actually fighting our way back up the top of the hill is the trade union movement. I really believe that. We have the numbers, we have the commitment, we have the heart, we have the will to really fight. And the only way we're going to win that fight is to grow the union movement. That was Jed Carney talking up union. Stay tuned to 3CR for more union news. 8.55 on your AM dial or 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU and on demand out of the pan with Sally and guests um, Lee and Erin and of course thanks to Melina for emailing in and I hadn't seen that um, um, announcement on the government funding so good to see that happening. Things coming up during the week, well, as just heard, the by discussion group on this Tuesday at the Great Northern in Carlton. Um, from Be there from around 7pm for a 7.30 start in the, as we call it, the Velvet Dog Dining Room, um, which is uh, always fun. Um, and, of course, it's about 34 days to celebrate Bisexuality Day on the 23rd of September. So Yay. what a good what a good week to launch um, the Love and Luck podcast in the week of summer. Made by two bi men. Mm. There you go. <laughs> Woo, bees buzzing in. I always love that. And I've got to say the good news is, um, you know, a lot of time bi gets erased um, is the bad news. But the good news is already there's um, three events that I'm aware of or three things um, that are going to acknowledge it. Um, um, on Your Face is going to have a few bisexuals buzzing in on Friday the 22nd at 4pm. Um, there's a great event, Rainbow Eagles, yours truly and other great bisexuals in the Bendigo area are going to be a part of that on the Saturday and watch this space for an event on the Saturday night somewhere somehow organised by BioLite. So good to see some bees buzzing in everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, that's um, made me feel really good. Um, you have a great week too, Melina, and better wrap it up very quickly. Lee and Aaron, thanks for coming in and you know lots of good discussion there, both on the Love and Luck podcast and um, inclusiveness in relation to disability. Thank you. Thank you for having it's us. wonderful to be here. Yep, and stay in touch, and we'll take it out today with... Jenny Morris, and on a show that's talking about love, well, um, the female over here on this side of the panel, she has to be loved. Um, <laughs> 3CR, um, thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch ya next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.